Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. This week's episode is about the dreaded job interview, specifically the standard interviewing process, which often focuses on the STAR approach, which is really challenging for those of us with ADHD. I wanted to talk about why these STAR type interviews are so challenging when you have ADHD and touch on how recruiters who understand the different ways candidates process information and explain what they know have a better chance of hiring diverse candidates because they know interviews cannot be a one-size-fits-all process. This topic came up a few months ago when I was speaking with my life coach about my challenges with standard interviews. I was trying to figure out why these standard interviews were so difficult. It's not that I don't have excellent experience to draw from, and I have become increasingly comfortable being interviewed, but I have always found interviews incredibly challenging. Not necessarily the act of being interviewed or interactions with potential recruiters, but having to respond to questions during interviews in a very specific, standardized way, using the STAR method, which has increasingly become the standard for assessing a potential candidate's ability. This STAR method is meant to ensure equity for all candidates as each candidate is asked a predetermined set of questions and scored with criteria based on their ability to both provide relevant examples to given questions, but also in a very specific way. I'm not sure if this approach is common worldwide, but it's pretty common in Canada. I'm all for equity. The more an organization can increase equitable opportunities for all candidates, the better. So I shared with my life coach why I agreed that having candidates be assessed using a predetermined set of questions and evaluated through a rubric was great because it decreased opportunities for bias. My challenge, though, was with the STAR approach and that I wasn't a fan of the desired approach that a candidate respond to questions using the STAR method, which is a very structured manner of responding to behavior-based interview questions. This is done by discussing the specific situation for S task for T, action for A, and result for R, or the situation that the candidate is describing. STAR, or S-T-A-R, situation, task, action, result. In theory, this makes sense because this ensures each candidate is able to demonstrate their skills in this unbiased, linear manner and, wait, what? I actually interrupted my own thoughts as I was speaking with my life coach because it was one of the most profound realizations of my life. I am terrible at utilizing the STAR method of responding to questions during interviews because I have ADHD. Like others with ADHD, I don't think in a linear fashion. And when I am actually able to respond to questions using the STAR approach, I come across as unnatural because it is unnatural for me and for most neurodivergents to speak in a linear fashion in interview questions. I find myself focusing so much on ensuring I'm outlining the situation, the task, the actions I took, and the end result that I lose focus on what I'm actually trying to explain. And I come across as completely unprepared or worse than I'm making up an example because I don't seem natural trying to explain an experience that I've had that demonstrate my skills or what I know. So let's break down STAR. First, situation. 
This is where you have to describe the situation that you were in or the task that you needed to accomplish in a very specific way. Next task. What goal were you working toward? Third, the action. This is where you are expecting to describe the actions you took to address the situation with an appropriate amount of detail and keep the focus on what you did. Finally, the result. This is where you're supposed to describe the outcome of your actions. So many things to remember and incredibly difficult for those of us who don't think in a linear fashion. I've said on this podcast before that I drafted my capstone out of order and fortunately, my professor was fine with that. The end result was still the same. I was still able to show what I know, but I was able to complete the project in a way that worked for me, not against me. And there lies a lot of the challenges of the very linear star approach that many recruiters take to assessing candidates. Because it is assumed that all candidates should be able to respond the same way, employing the star method approach. But what if they have ADHD and don't think in a linear way? Is this still an equitable approach? To illustrate my point, let's look at comedians. Many successful stand-up comedians spend years honing their craft, writing and rewriting material that they can adjust accordingly based on the situation. These comedians are so familiar with the material that they can easily transition from one joke to the next with ease. This ability to describe a situation in a linear fashion for an audience using words is similar to a candidate successfully sharing examples of past success using the STAR method when asked a question. They keep building and building and building, explaining what the end result was. They know their material and they are able to show they know their material by responding in a way that requires them to paint a picture. Stand-up comedians would likely excel at star approach interviews because they have truly mastered the art of delivering materials in a very specific way. Then there are the improv comedians. These are the comedians who aren't known for delivering carefully crafted monologues like stand-up comedians, but they are just as funny and hardworking as them. These are the individuals who can be tossed into any new situation and adapt with ease. But because they aren't painting a picture with words, but with actions, it appears that they're just winging it. These are the comedians who wouldn't likely do well in star approach interviews as their stand-up comedian colleagues because the improv comedians don't seem prepared like stand-up comedians are. But they are. Improv comedians are the comedians who have perfected their skills and are so aware of their strengths that they are comfortable going off script and tackling any assignment that comes their way. They may not be able to walk you through a situation as well as a stand-up comedian, but they will tackle new assignments with enthusiasm, confidence, and energy because they know their stuff. And both the stand-up comedian and the improv comedian strive for the same goal, to make the audience laugh. They just approach the task in different ways. So comparing a monologue to responding to an interview. Could an improv comedian prepare and recite a monologue, tapping into their comedic genius in order to meet the requirements to demonstrate their abilities by responding to behavioral questions using the STAR method? Well, yeah, but that's not where they thrive. So what if we flipped the request and had the stand-up comedians do improv? Would they be able to lobby jokes back and forth and transition with ease without knowing what to expect? Perhaps, perhaps not. So in equating this to an interview, what if, rather than require a candidate to respond to a question using the STAR approach and assessing their skills based on their ability to respond in a specific ways, candidates had the opportunity to show what they know in a way that worked for them. 
Candidates could still be assessed with a rubric, ensuring they hit the key points, but without the pressure of conforming to a specific way of responding. Would this not increase equity and increase the number of those with ADHD to be recognized for the skills they bring? The ability to adapt to changing situations with ease, to evaluate and respond to a situation quickly, and to demonstrate continuous enthusiasm and resilience in uncertain times? These are the people who will embrace new situations and encourage others to do the same, who have no fear of the unknown, who recognize the importance of having strong relationships because the successful improv is about teamwork and intuition. And yes, there is a need in workplaces for individuals who rehearse and perfect their craft, the stand-up comedians who are able to deliver the perfect monologue. But there is also a strong need for those who can identify opportunities for change and encourage their teams to embrace uncertainty. These are the improv comedians. These are the candidates with ADHD. And by assessing candidates on their ability to respond to interview questions by employing the STAR approach, because it's seen as more equitable, recruiters may be missing out on giving those with ADHD, the nonlinear thinkers, a chance to show how they could really be an asset on a team. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.